Yo, John. Yeah, BJ. You think they're ready for this? Nope. Well, let's go then. Keep it real. What is up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Keeping It Real. I am BJ Parker. I am John Klinsman. What is up, bud? Not much. How are you doing, man? I feel like I hadn't seen you in a while. It's been a minute. It Why has... in the world is work getting in the way of a good time? <laughs> I have no idea. You know, when we started this podcast, I thought, well, this is going to be easy. We'll just roll these things out. Well, that's not the way work happens around these parts, does it? <laughs> At all. We, uh, we both have, I mean, you've been a world traveler over the last couple months. Yep. Um, I have been absolutely 100% slammed with work, and I do not think the school would approve of it if I'm busy sitting on my ass recording a show with you. So. Well, come on, man. <laughs> We're going to have to find a different time to do this then because these Fridays turn into busy days for you and I. Fridays turn, you know. They started out <laughs> You, you schedule everything like, all right, I'm setting this up for an easy Friday. And that's what I say every single Friday. I tell my guys, all right, look, we're going to bust ass all week. Yep. We're going to get to Friday and we're going to go in cruise control. And it hasn't happened this, like this spring yeah. once. We've, um, I think it was last Friday, we were set up, we were ready to go, and I had a battery and a mower die. It was, um, we had a playoff game the next day. And I was trying to get one more mow on it just to make those stripes pop. Yep. So it was like take everybody I had to, to do some things to sure. get it up and going. And uh, the guys just laugh at me because they're like, well, all good plans go to waste. That's right. Well, what's been, your, what's been some of your wins and losses over the last couple of weeks since we've talked? Uh, losses. Let's start there. All right, cool. Because that's always the first thing on your mind yep. as a turf manager, I do believe. Well, we're um, always looking at the negative, so we... <laughs> always. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. Um, irrigation has absolutely been the biggest loss. Well, that, dude, we finally need it. Yeah, and, and that's what we were talking about before we came on was... Yep. I don't know a single turf manager that is 100% prepared with irrigation before they need it. Yeah. I haven't actually needed to run water until this week. Truthfully. So, so do you have a process for going through your irrigation or just when you fire it up, you just figure out what's going on and what's not? That's pretty much yeah. the way we do it. You know, I mean, we, we, we like to um, go around and make sure the sports fields are up and running. Yep. Especially early spring because that's the primary areas. The fescue is going to survive that time of year with nothing. But, you know, you, you might need to have some help on, on other areas. Uh -huh. and, um, or you might want to water something in that you spray or put out. But, you know, I mean, the way this, this year has gone so far, we've, up until last week, we had rain every other day. At some point every day, we had some sort of precipitation right. and some cool weather. So It's been a wild spring. It really has. Yeah. And so then we got into uh, late last week, we started finding some leaks. You mm -hmm. know, we started getting, we got a lot of isolation valves around the campus. Some we've yet to find. But um, late last week, we got into opening up some of those isolations to go in other areas, into the quad, into the front entrance. Mm -hmm. and, um, and as that started unraveling, you know, we found that we have a common break somewhere in the front entrance, which is the f primary focal point of everybody that pulls on campus. Yeah. Um, can't run water there right now. So I went and bought a couple hockey pucks to keep the flowers 
pretty and to keep some of the the finer points that get a lot of sun pretty right. and then the shaded areas i was just like well we'll just have to go with what we got mm-hmm. you know not a lot we can do there um then i sprayed out l- midweek i sprayed out the ryegrass on field a um and we'll get into that during my wins we'll, we'll yeah, get sure. there during my wins yeah. but um i went ahead and sprayed out my ryegrass so i've been kind of letting it starve not really worrying right. about it you know but we've got a 90 degree weekend what'd you up. use to spray it out uh revolver revolver yep and before you ask 0.4 ounces per i wasn't gonna ask you just right so you know just, I wasn't just so put you, you on know the spot. that i know what i'm doing uh, just um, wasn't gonna ask <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so i was like all right i'd like to get a little water on it tonight yeah. just to start feeding that bermuda some and pushing it a little bit and we have no water on that side of the campus so really when i say that side of the campus it's just the front entrance here at the tennis center on the right, yep. and then the soccer field. Every valve that we know of is wide open. We have water. So the same line that feeds parts of where we're sitting. Do you have sur- a plan or anything you can refer to or no? Is that <laughs> – I we, see by your face that's the <laughs> – We have a map. So we've been working yeah. on those things, but they don't come together overnight, yeah. you know, and it never fails the parts that – we don't have plans for, or we don't have a good idea of where some things are, right. are the areas where we have the biggest clusterfucks or whatever. Yeah. But um, the areas where we're sitting are fed off the same mainline inlet. So we have, we have a main mainline inlet, and then we have two that feed different sides of the campus. Gotcha. So where we're sitting feeds the same as that other side of the road, and we have water over here. We have no water over there. And so, you know, I, aqueduct just so happened was coming out. So there's a valve off somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. but we have no clue where. Gotcha. Um, aqueduct came out because they were coming by anyways to drop off something with me. Um, and so while he was here, I was like, help me, because I'm starting to freak out a little bit. Yeah. And he has no clue. And when they don't know, those guys have, have done a lot of work on this campus over yeah. the last 10 or so years. When they have no clue where it's at then there's a problem sure and um he's he said he's going to go back to the office and one of the other people in the office is her brain works differently than yours and not yours and mine and that's not hard she normally can pinpoint exactly where something is that we're missing uh-huh. so he was going to call me back in a little bit so if i get a phone call during this show and it's him i'm answering it i'll answer it live on air yeah we'll put him on the spot uh, yeah um but so i would say so far, since the last time we we recorded, we recorded, uh, since we recorded, yes, easy for me to say. Correct. It's been a while since I've talked. English is tough. It is. It's it's <laughs> um, it's tough. It's tough language to conquer. Yeah. Um, Milton proves that every day. I promise <laughs> you. Anyways, um, that's been our biggest loss, you know. Right. And if that's our biggest loss, we're probably doing okay, yeah. you know, because we're able to work through. If I don't get water on field day this weekend, I'm not going to freak out too much. The right. rye's dying. The Bermuda's going to be fine. Um, in all honesty, it'll probably love it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get some water on it at some point, hopefully sure. sooner rather than later. Now, but, do you, now, how involved are you with the what I would call the residential stuff in, in like, the landscape and the turf and all? Is that you have to manage that, or is that your contract? I'm, I'm over all of the irrigation for it. Okay. 
and now Brightview mows and they just does do all the, that pretty stuff. Gotcha. But I make sure that the irrigation's running. I gotcha. I really wish it wasn't like that sometimes, but it is. They, yeah. They've offered to take over that part, but it's. Can you separate it at all? Is it easy to separate? I mean, it's just obviously. a boatload of money that I'm not going to have any room in the budget for if I have them take it over. Well, I mean, by separate, is there a way to, like, if you could valve off that part of it? I mean, it might come off the same main water source, but is it, could you turn things off and not deal with it and let somebody else have it? so no. to speak, or controllers or nothing like that. No. So Because you know who's still going to get blamed whenever it dies. Sure, absolutely. So I'd, yeah, that, I would rather smart just have that. it. I would rather just you have, don't have it. Do you have an irrigation tech? Doug. I yeah. mean, Doug has, be, Doug has kind of become that guy yeah. over the last year. Um, we, did some, we did some stuff with Aqueduct, just some hands-on training. And then him and I, last year, we did everything. We brought a majority of our irrigation fixes in-house. If it's a big mainline break or something, yeah. something we just can't do. What's the biggest uh, pipe you got? Uh, we're three inches. I think the one that comes in from the road is like six inches, but then it, of course, goes down. And we're three inches on that side down to field A, and then field A, the soccer field uh -huh. by the road is two in, You know, right. The rest of our main lines are two inches, other than. It's all city water? Yeah. Ooh. What's that be like? It gets expensive. Yeah. Uh, Do you have to monitor that as much as anything? Because, I mean. So, the only time I get questions on it is when it spikes. Right. You know, and if it spikes, if we see a spike on it on our September bill, which would be for the month of August, I can easily explain it. Yeah. It was 120 degrees and no rain for 30 straight days. Sure. They understand. Yeah. Um, last year, we saw a big spike. And, and I told them it was coming, but nobody remembered or wanted to listen at the time. Yep. But we, we held like a water camp, a water adventure camp, and they wanted the irrigation on one of our fields on for, it ended up being like four hours a day split up over the entire day. Mm -hmm. So when we get the bill and, you know, those heads pump, up, pump out, what, 20 gallons a minute? You know, whatever it is. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. But when they start to see that, Six heads had to run for four hours at 20 gallons a minute. Yeah, you're going to see a massive spike. Well, guess what we're not doing this year? We're not turning on irrigation for camps this year. Right. So that was a win for me, yep. for sure. Mm -hmm. But it was making them realize what the problem was. So I have access to the usage. It doesn't come out of my budget, but I do have access to the usage, and I do try to keep an eye on it. Right. For more than anything is it gives me an idea of what I'm using. You know, like it lets me know I can look back at like the last four years and be like, well, why was I higher here than this time last year when mm -hmm. the weather seemed to be the same? Right. Was there a break that I didn't catch in time? You know. Yeah. Um, and we try to do a really good job of catching those breaks quickly. Right. So that we don't have those types of problems. But um, for the most part, you know, I think we do a pretty good job with it. Bringing it in-house was huge. Right. Because we had always had Aqueduct just fix everything except for heads or something minor. Sure. We saved a ton of money bringing it in-house and us fixing it. Uh, well, I know, what I, I know what I charge just for irrigation repairs. I can imagine. What do you charge? Well, it depends on, ex it depends on exactly. I usually don't upcharge the materials all that much, yeah. but I'm, I'm around $40 to $50 an hour. Yeah, they're a little more than that. Yeah. Um, 
you, typically they'll I'll get the materials unless it's like a valve yeah. or something for free. They don't typically charge me materials, but yeah. and that's just because we have a long-standing relationship and they know like if we do a construction project, they get to bid on that, and so they make their money elsewhere. But yeah. when you're paying for those techs, it's outrageous. That's what I'm trying to do more is learn the. I, I have a lot of technical experience, but I've been trying to get more involved in pump stations, understanding what's going on inside the pumps. Sure. Um, you know, I understand controllers and all that very well. So from a technical standpoint, you know, that that's uh, some more advanced knowledge than just putting pipe together. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, it's not like you can't teach it to someone, but where I'm trying to get a little bit more position is because, man, I just called my buddy Kenny yesterday and I said, he's like, I can't get to you to do the PM. Well, if I, if I knew exactly how to maintenance all of it, I mean, I kind of watched it over the years, but yeah. like, that's something that I could be doing on top of that because he can't get to it. And so, uh, just going through the pumps, making sure that everything's good, making sure that all the electronics are good. You know, that's, that's a big thing in our, in our industry. And, and so if I'm doing something like that, I do charge a little bit more. But. As an assistant, I feel like I did a really good job of when we would have Brightview out. You know, I was at the lower school as the assistant, so yeah. when we would have them out. You talked about the lower school like that's lesser than. No, not at all. I mean, my kid goes there. So I'm no. just kidding. Trust me, I get a lot of shit for it's that as it is. It's not lesser than. I've been down no. there. It's nice. Um, but when I was there as the assistant, yeah. you know, I did a really good job of when we would have Aqueduct in to fix something. Yeah. I was standing there watching. Like, I was trying to learn. I was asking questions. Mm -hmm. Came here, kind of did the same thing because, like, my first year and a half, two years as the head here, I had no clue where a lot of this stuff was. Like, yeah. one of our maps that we have, uh, Michael Henry from the Titans, I, I'm sure you know him. He yeah. works for Terry. Sure. But uh, he had drawn a, a shark on our, our irrigation where we have the pond. He had drawn a shark and a goldfish in the pond. You know, and he was like, it's really to scale, man. I was like, yeah, I can tell because we got a lot of sharks floating around. That's right. So that's what our maps look like. Are they're right. hand-drawn uh -huh. maps, you know, and we've just gone through and, like, changed where we found stuff, made notes where we found things, mm -hmm. and tried to do a better job of that. We've talked about putting some GPS tags on each of the, the shut-offs and trying to get more high-tech with it, but that takes time and money. Sure. You, and it's not always, always something people want to invest in when I've probably got 800 miles of pipe here. If you were to really like try to track all right. my pipe and wire, that's a lot of money to invest in. So it's kind of doing the, the prime, the things that matter the most, you know, your shutoffs and your whatever, just making your isolations and all that good stuff, making sure you know where those are, because if you know where those are, you can figure out a lot of, other you mean things. going to the pumps and shutting it down is not a good way to shut the system. It's off. a terrible way to do it. <laughs> Uh, I have the, the uh, we, I mean, and we did that for the first year and a half. Yeah. That's exactly what I had to do until I figured out where everything else was. Yeah. Just do the very best I could with what I had and then figure it out. So after that year and a half or whatever, I'd hired Doug in and him and I talked and he enjoys the, the irrigation side of it. Yeah. We don't enjoy it every day. You know, we don't enjoy it when it becomes the irritation side of it or whatever. For sure. You know, we went on a stretch of like, 30 breaks in 30 days last year. Like it was hell, hell month on irrigation. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking a head broken. We're talking big line breaks where our nineties are wearing out because they've been in the ground for 16 years. Yeah. Well, you happens. can't, 
you can't replace every 90 on campus. You know, like you can't go through this campus and make a major overhaul of every irrigation fix. So you just have to piece it together as you go. Yeah, for sure. And try to make it better when mm. you get there, you yeah. know, cause you'll get there and you'll, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. You know, and we've run into a few of those where we've changed it, made it work a lot better. And it's just now we're, like I said, we kind this would be our loss. If, if we had any losses in the last month, since the last time we recorded or whenever that was, this would be our big losses that we kind of got caught with our pants down mm -hmm. right here at the hot stretch. And it wasn't that we weren't ready for it. We just hadn't checked everything we needed to check. Yeah. You know, well, I think that's the thing with irrigation. Um, you know, like we talked about, you don't really think about it or need it until, until, you, until need you need it. it. And then you start discovering all your inefficiencies because none of this stuff we do. I mean, we supplement irrigation is just a supplemental mm -hmm. uh, option. I mean, we rely heavily on, you know, Mother Nature and timely rains. And you hope that your irrigation system can suffice, especially in your high important areas, which you, your fields basically is where you would say, I need to be able to irrigate this and keep it alive in the, in the circumstances that would be that it, I would need it for an extended period of time. And you The know, frustrating part here is, I say frustrating, it's something I do enjoy here. But there's never a time when one area is lesser than the other, you know, because if let's say I lose irrigation in area C, like something that you and I would sit here and consider low tier priority, uh -huh. I'm going to get a call about why that area looks bad. You know, it's, sure. it's never like I can have time to fix area C. I've got to make area C and area A priority and jump on it immediately, yeah. which it's frustrating because you can't always, like I've got to make sure the A's are taken care of and the B's are taken care of, and then I'll get to those C's. But when those C's become an A, yeah. you know, you that start sense, you though. start to drown in irrigation water at yeah. some point. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's similar to what I do with, you know, I'm trying desperately to make sure that the greens have the highest level of priority because they need to be running, make sure that we can... Um, you know, water those because without the greens, you know, you have no golf course. I mean, let's face it, that they had, they tend to be a very high priority, but if they can't put their tees in the ground because the tees are too hard, yep. then that, that, They're just that all of a sudden elevates to an issue of, Hey, we're too dry. We need to water the tees. Well, okay. I've got to, if I've got an issue with those, I've got to shift the priority. And, you know, so that's, a, it's very similar. You just have to, realize that it's one big task and you just have to try to work your way through it. Yep. You know, it's crazy. What else? Uh, any other losses or you want to talk about some wins? I think losses have been held to a minimum. Yeah. Well, that's trip. good. Um, what, what is the rest of the year like as far as athletics and stuff? I mean, I'm, we're at time recording almost, you know, almost the end of May. So you can't, school's got to be about done, right? Um, so the lower school ended today. Uh-huh. Middle school has closing exercises, so they, they have a little eighth grade graduation. When I say little, it's, it's a big deal yeah, on that campus. Imagine. So, um, you know, you're making sure everything's perfect there. That's on Tuesday of next week. Saturday of next week, we have graduation. Mm -hmm. It's on our stadium field this year. Um, so you're making sure everything's perfect here all yep. at the same time, which I've got a good assistant at the lower school. I know he'll have it perfect. 
I believe he'll have it to my standards. Mm -hmm. He's working hard to make sure it is. Yep. Um, and then we'll start preparing for graduation over here. We're really already preparing um, several field apps just to make sure we're nice and dark green yeah. heading into it. Um, you know, and that's coming off of a bunch of seven-on-seven seven games over the past couple of weeks, some lacrosse games. So, you know, there's, there's some wear and tear sure. on a still new field. You know, so it's trying to help those grow out. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as athletics go, spring football actually started today at 11 o'clock. They practice today. They'll practice most of next week. They take a week off, and then they're back for summer football, which spring football is on the practice field right yeah. now. They'll transition to the baseball field for the summer to allow me to – get the practice field up to shape yeah. and be ready for the wear and tear of the season on it. Yep. Um, so, you know, we really go into around here, we go into camps and, and summer football. Mm -hmm. Like that's, there's a lot of camps, you know, it's, it's your typical parks and rec during the summer around here. We've yeah. got camps going everywhere. We've got inflatables and all kinds of little sports camps <laughs> and whatever. Sure. Um, but that, you know, it, it becomes as much as we can, cultural practice season. We try to get them all in right. from about now until August 1, and then try to be ready to go and everything as perfect as it can be sure. August 1. Uh, some of the wins, though, you know, we had um, – we thought the baseball team was done at home, which was a senior – it was a Saturday senior game. We didn't think there was a possibility we were hosting – so, you know, we were pretty much checked out after that one. Mm -hmm. um, the seniors made my day. They, um, one of them came over to me and asked to take a picture with me and uh, said that the whole senior group wanted to take a picture with me. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, y'all don't want. They're like, we're not taking pictures with our family until you take a picture with us. <laughs> what? Like, well, shit. So I tried to act <laughs> like I didn't want to take this picture. Right. Deep down, I was choked up a little bit. Sure. They, this group of young men wanted to come take a picture with the groundskeeper, yeah. you know, because well, they appreciate your work. They do, you yeah. know, and that's the group. A lot of people. Hey, man, a lot of kids these days don't think like that. No, they don't. Know? But these boys, these young men, they see they see us every yeah. day on that field, trying to make sure they have a perfect field. Yep. And um and they appreciate that, you know. So we um we had the senior game. That was a great day. We took like a week off on baseball. We didn't really touch baseball. Mm -hmm. There was no chance we were playing at home. All of a sudden, I was getting ready to kill the rye in hopes that I could get the Bermuda to pop enough before graduation that nobody would notice the difference. Right. I was going to kill it on Friday. I was like, I'm going to spray it out on Friday afternoon. We'll call it good. Well, I get a text from our head coach, and he, um, he says, hey, if we win tonight, we're hosting next week. I mean, I was legitimately 30 minutes from going to mix in the tank and going out and spraying. <laughs> I was sitting at lunch, and that's the only reason I wasn't spraying already. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So we then began edging and doing everything that we should have been doing if we'd have known there was yeah. a week between a series. So they came back in last week. It was uh, last Thursday, and then there was a possibility of two on Saturday. Uh, they won Thursday in the game, one on Saturday. And so we didn't have to work the doubleheader, which was great. But mm -hmm. that field, you know, I think we were good all year. And I posted like a time. I posted picture from game one yeah. to the last game on Instagram. And, you know, you can flip through. We were good the whole year. But 
the difference between March and May yeah. was just outstanding. We nailed a few areas that we just couldn't, we just felt like we couldn't get right. We nailed mm. them finally. Yeah. Um, I remember you and I were talking. I had some fairy ring issues. We had treated for it, but then you're waiting on the Bermuda to grow in. Sure. Because the rise already checked out in those areas. And um, those areas were right finally. You know, we just, everything was right on Saturday. Yeah. And it was just, and it was a beautiful day, beautiful weather. Just couldn't have been a better, we came in, we won the game. Couldn't have been a better day. Yeah. They, um, they went on the road to Baylor. And Baylor mopped the floor with them. Baylor, if you don't know, is top notch in all things sports. Yeah, they they're just hands down better than everybody else most of the time. Yeah, but um, that was all right. You know, we we had a good season here. Sure. Um, we had a couple additional soccer games out on the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Uh, a public school from Metro asked. They said they had never played on a field like that. They they came in and. They mopped the floor with us when they were here and then said they hadn't ever played on a field as nice and asked yeah. if they could use it for a couple of playoff games. I didn't have a problem. The school didn't have a problem. So we brought them in. They played two on it. And then we were supposed to have another private school playing today. Um, but they didn't want to confirm. Right. Like they kind of wanted to make us their second choice. It's a, it's a rival school. And they didn't want to make us their – their first choice. Right. And basically the school told them, if we're not your first choice, we're not holding our guys back from doing what they need to do. Right. We just won't do it. So they're headed somewhere else to play, and we went ahead and sprayed out the rye. It's checking out pretty good. Yep. You see the POA checking out a little bit. So pretty excited of things to come. You know, I, I really want to – my concentration this summer, as well as everything else we have, but it's on – our soccer field out here, mm-hmm. the Bermuda just wasn't as tight as I wanted it to be last year. So concentrating on getting that a lot tighter, um, really honing in on the regulator on it and just the cultural practices on it. And then the lower school fields, they they received so much traffic this year from COVID restrictions and stuff where sure. they could be outside and – they were on those fields constantly mm-hmm. from from August, from the day school started. They were on them through the winter, you know, and then all spring with sports and stuff. And those fields are just – they're not where they need to be. Right. So we're really going to concentrate on all of our cultural practices over there, trying to get those fields back up to where they need to be. Um, went ahead and sprayed those fields out this week just to be ahead of it. You know, give that Bermuda just a little more – a little more time to sure. be by itself and not competing. Well, and you hadn't really had the weather for Bermuda to really do a whole lot, not so yet. you timed it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, you know, now it's – was it? It was like 85 out there right now. It might get to 90 today. Yeah. Uh, you know, and last week this time we were sitting in the 70s with 40-degree nights. Yeah, it was, it's so been brutal. It, it's just been such a up-and-down yeah. roller coaster for Bermuda. So hopefully we'll start seeing the, the ride check out. Yep. Um, and we'll be able to start on our cultural practices over there and getting getting that field back in the shape. You know, I, I told my assistant over there, to, you know, be prepared. We're, pu- we're punching holes mm-hmm. the second week of June. If not the f- late the first week, we're going um, to be doing a lot of light top dressing, which for anybody in this area that doesn't know, yeah. get your top dressing sand ordered because you might not get it. Apparently there's a – 
something going on with some bridges or some barges somewhere that's really screwing up sand delivery, which is something we could talk about, the getting parts. Yeah. Getting parts for this that's industry a big, right that's now. That's a big it's problem. Freaking huge right yeah. now. But anyways, if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, make sure you got your sand ready to go. But we're going to do a lot of light top dressing over there. We're mm-hmm. going to do a couple verticuts on it. Just really trying to hone in on some things over there and get it ready. Um, I've got to do a better job as as the guy that does the spraying to make sure I get over there more often this year. You know, I was I was real bad last year about not being able to get over there. You know, I've got 100 acres over here to take care of. I'd get to the end of the day and forget that I needed to go over there. Yeah. You know, so I really think part of our issue over there was our growth regulator regiment mm-hmm. you know i don't think we kept it sprayed enough to be able to keep it tight enough to do what we needed to do to handle the traffic that we just saw right so you know it's really on me to make sure i'm over there every two to three weeks getting a spray in making sure we're keeping it tight it's on my guy over there to make sure he's doing all the right things and sure. make sure everything's honed in from that end and then just hoping that i think we both we all know next year the field will be ready to compete yeah. you know and be ready again but walking on it two days ago when i sprayed i was just like we've got to do better yeah. about getting this one right and i mean at the end of the day i don't think anything we did would have helped in this type of year mm-hmm. you know we had people during the ice storm down there sledding on the field right so they're just killing grass when they're doing that yeah. you know it, that it wasn't like it was snow it was covered in ice so you're just breaking you're breaking blades, and yeah. it's it's a lot of things that we've got to get better at, and one of those is keeping those types of people that don't belong on the field off. Yeah. I mean, because we had about 100 people on that field during the snow and ice at one time. And they don't think about that. They don't. They don't. And in, in a, in so, a lot of times you hope that it, you don't have any long-term effects, but, you know, chances are you're going to have some damage. You know, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, you just can't keep them off. What about the um, – how's your Tahoma? Is this the first season? I mean, the first full season? Yep. So how's it looking? It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I – I've said before, if I could have that on every field, I would never oversee it again. Yeah. Um, it's looking great. You know, I, I was telling you before we went on, or we, I might have just said it, we had, we've got some wear and tear on it. Right. The, we, have, um, we have alumni a lot of times come in and train on our, at our facility. They always go to that field. They always run drills in the same areas sure. or whatever. So, yeah. you know, I, I sent a message out to our the guy who kind of coordinates that for them. Mm-hmm. Is, hey, let's go to baseball this week. Like, I've got graduation there next week. Let's, let's go to baseball this week and let me grow, grow a little grass. And I went out and made a spray on it this week um, just to try to start feeding it a little bit right. and helping it. And I, I think by next week we'll be perfect on it. Yeah. Well, we should go look at it if you got time okay. after we get done. I want to take a look at it. I know, uh, man, it's a it's a hot topic. I um, they they can't seem to grow it fast enough. To, well, people are that's a good thing. People are wanting it. But I had a guy from, um, I think it's Maryville College. Yeah, it's in East Tennessee, right? Yeah, over by it's North just Carolina, just the other side of Knoxville. <clears throat> so um, he reached out to me about it. Yeah, um, he was he was between going with Northbridge and going with Tahoma, which I have both. And I, I told him if I could choose it for every field I have, I yeah. would. And um, that's what he ended up. Long story short, that's the route he's going. Yeah. 
Um, I think he's pretty excited about it. I actually uh, sat down and typed up my grow-in plan mm -hmm. from last year and sent it to him. So, look, suggestion only. This is what I did. Yeah. You know, you might find some things that are better. You might find some things that doesn't work. But here's what I did. Yeah. And, um, man, I, I told Brownlee because he's a – He's a customer of Brownlee, and I told him, I said, let's go. <laughs> you know, let's find a day that we can go over there after yeah. he gets it in. I want to see it, you know, because yeah. I was so – I was pumped up when we brought it in. You yeah. know, I was on top of the world. Uh, you remember coming out and sure. seeing it. And um, I'll never forget Richard Yoltz came out one day, and he, um, he, he came out that day. He was here the day that they laid it, and there was a spot that was burned up. Like, it, it was trash. Yeah. He's like, man, if I was you, I'd – I'd cut that out and replace that. I was like, no, I think I want to keep it. Yeah. He's like, I don't think that's recovering. Three weeks later, if that. Yeah. Fully back, like looking great. And I bring that up to him all the time. I was like, you cannot kill. You cannot kill Tahoma. It's just, it, it. Well, knock on wood, brother. <laughs> it's just a great grass, yeah. man. And I think everybody that's going to it is seeing that. Well, you're, you're, you're the pioneer, so to speak, in that, in that, you know, new space of, I mean, obviously there was latitude and there's North bridge and a lot of people had great success with that. Yeah. And now Tahoma's kind of slid into that, uh, you know, option realm and, and but people, you know what people love, got their eyes on you. What I love about it is when I got it, I got quite a bit of hate, not for me, right. but for the grass. Cause it hadn't worked for everybody. Yet. Sure. And I kept getting told it's a crappy grass. It's, it's, you don't want it. It, it won't root. It won't do this, whatever, whatever right. the case may be. Now I've got people calling me asking me if I would, if I would go with like, hell yeah. Yeah. You can't beat it. So I love being that guy for Tahoma. Yeah. Like I love being the guy that people are looking to. Is this, is this a good grass? Right. Hell yeah. It's, I mean, it's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. It, it can't be beat right yeah. now. I mean, there's going to be something come out. Give them five years. They'll create something better. Oh, there's always something newer. But it's it's For, just a beast. Yeah. It's like I told you in our podcast, the one that they picked up on. and sure. made, It's it's the Barry Bonds of – it's on steroids. It's the yeah. Barry Bonds of Bermuda grass right now. Yeah. I went from having the Walmart of Bermuda grasses to sport yeah. to having Tahoma, the Barry Bonds. It's like I went from – being on the Pirates to being on the Yankees, you know? Yeah. I, I grew my career substantially with one trade. Right. You know, it's it's a phenomenal grass, and I, I don't think anybody at this school would would change what we've done except our head football coach. So that picture on that magazine right there, um, you guys can't see because, of course, we're not. Tennessee video. turf grass, new, new uh, what, what is this? The uh, April-May edition highlights my man, John Klinsman. <laughs> It's got a picture of our football field after two inches of rain. And I'm glad you mentioned the podcast in here. I did. I know. I said I'm glad you did. Why are you being a smartass <laughs> about it? Just to get us some pub. Of course I did, man. There you go. It's our thing. But two inches of rain on that grass. Our head football coach, because he asked me yeah. for a copy of that, he's like, this is the only time I was mad at you all season. I was like, why were you mad at me? He said, I wanted that field sloppy. <laughs> he said, I oh, wanted the conditions I used to play in. Yeah. And it was fast and firm, man, yeah. after two inches. Right. He, he couldn't believe when he walked out on it. Well, how has the grass change made that difference? Well, a lot of that is. What you did, did prior? Un, you know, prior to yeah. it. But we had no divots. You were here after right. that game. We had yeah. no divots after that game yeah. either. 
that you can't tear it. Like it's when it's in full grow mode, yeah. you can't beat that shit. Yeah. You're not beating it. What what's been the reaction from the players? Have you heard anything or they just the coaches? It. They loved it last year. Yeah. The few that I mean, so because you got to play games on it, right? Yeah, the they COVID, played, with all the they COVID played six stuff. Six games on it, um, and it held up great all yeah. year. Um, if you would have joined into the Tennessee Turf Grass Conference when I presented, you would know this stuff. But hey, that's fine. Um, Throwing shade. I was watching somebody else talk. Oh, I would have too. I wouldn't have picked me I to watch. To you and I talked to you enough as it is. I wouldn't have picked me to watch. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, they played six games on it. It was great. It held up fantastic. Um, the players. So it's amazing the difference in the sports around here. Like I get to know baseball players. I know one or two football players at a time. Yeah. You know, I don't normally know. I don't normally get to talk to the football players the way I get to talk to the baseball Go players. Go ahead. I got an irrigation issue. I understand. Get yeah. that shit fixed there. <laughs> irrigation tech sponsored by. That's right. You could add your name here if you wanted to. We, hey, we need sponsors. Just so you know, this is someone who needs their water turned on for the year. <laughs> Go to the valve, crank it, listen for the hiss, and then That's right. keep going. Um no, so it, you know it's been a it's been a productive spring. It's been a busy spring, but I would say as far as wins and losses go, we got more wins in the in the win column than losses in the loss column. Sure, I feel like it's been um, I feel like it's been really good. We 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 started a new sod farm, and it's a very small one, but we started a little sod farm out here so that we got some spots to. I saw that on the wall. I was going to ask you about it. Yeah, that's my plan, man. My sod farm plan. You like that? That's like good. your retirement policy? No, it's just my little sod farm plan out here. Yeah, I got your sod farm plan. Yeah, buddy. You got to write shit down. Do you not well, write all your stuff down? Dude, I, I have like three notebooks. Yeah. And I left one of them in the golf cart the other day and about panicked. Yeah. Because it's like, the, I call them the Chronicles of BJ. Yeah. Because yeah, they, some of them got some things and some of them got other things. and You all know, some, some, some people could take that. Way wrong way. What do you mean? The Chronicles of a BJ? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I, Chronicles of BJ, not of A. Well, if I ever see it written out, I'm going to add an A to it. So I got my Bible. You know, I've got my Bible. I've got all my notepads. But I also I love to write it down. If you haven't noticed anything about our shop. I want office. that book right there. I'm not going to say which name's on it. but Simplot. I want it. Simplot's yeah, name is I on want, that. I want that. You, I want I want that book. I want a book like that. Well, Brownlee, hook me up. I don't even know if Brownlee listens anymore. If you're actually listening, that's because right we need to do a podcast every once a every. Yeah, I mean moon. it's definitely on us. Yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, but I've got my Bible. But if you haven't noticed around my shop, I love the whiteboards. I love the cork boards. I like being able to put information where they need to go, where yeah. it needs to go. So if I have it here, I'm going to come in here and see that. And I'm going to remember what my steps are for that, for yeah. that sod farm. Yeah. Um, my knucklehead wrote campus clock, number 23 and number two off. Uh, turned those off because of the tents that were up in the quad. Um, and it's just stuff to remind me every day of Dude, I had a gigantic things. one in my office that, that had, it was, you could write, so it was a calendar basically, and it had, yeah, some it's similar to that where you could it was much bigger, but and it had a little to do list. Yeah. I you know dry race. I have but, to do it. You yeah. know the guys got their board out yeah. there, you know, and they've honestly told me they love 
having the task written down on the yeah. board, you know. And um, there, I've wanted to go, I've wanted to go to a different route. I've wanted to go a technology route at times. Yeah. Right now, this is the best route for us. This is what we do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wonder about the the, the technical like job board, the digital job boards and things like that, how they'll work. I've tried a few out. Yep. Um, I actually, I tried to do my own. Well, so a golf course superintendent sent me his one time. Yeah. Um, but like I needed, I needed a TV. I wasn't going to get a TV in here. They just weren't going to do it. And I needed a, <laughs> I needed to be able to like throw something to it with Chromecast so that it could display on the TV. Right. And then as the guys got stuff done, we could check them off. But let's be real in, in a shop like this, the best thing is a whiteboard. Yeah. Because it's not going to break. And if it does break, you'll go buy a cheap new one. Uh, yeah, and I've had some of my – I mean, they got some really cool job boards. Mm -hmm. So if you investigate some of that, it's pretty detailed. But, I mean, you have your best conversations trying to figure stuff out right there and then just write it down. With the and, guys. And, and if you can have an area where you list out like – you know, because – you're probably like me. You make lists of things that you see or you do, and sometimes nobody else notices yep. that. But if you don't have time to say, hey, I need this, just there's an area. You just We've write it all spot. down. We've got a spot And then on they ours. can just, if somebody has enough initiative, they just say, okay, I need to go take yep. care of that, you know, and then they go do it. And, that, and then, then, then they just mark it off. Yeah, but I'm just saying, for people that are listening, they might be thinking of an idea. Right, right, I got you. You know, so if there's three people out there that want to know about a job board. There might be two. Why do people, Jesus. Your famous man. The day I don't man. know, man. It's busy day. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes on a Friday. Lately, I, we got to do a um, because we're um, uh, not. This is going to come out after the uh, PGA is over. Let's do a uh, let's stop for a minute and talk uh, golf. All right, and uh, make our predictions on who's going to win. Nobody cares about who's playing golf. Nobody wah, gives. Wah, it. Wah, yeah, wah. I know. Whatever. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Damn, Phil Mickelson's leading. What? You know him? Thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. All right, so I, it's uh, it's mid afternoon. Um, I don't know. You just I'm just gonna throw out a name here. I'm gonna look at this board here real quick because this is probably boring material. But we're gonna make a live prediction on the air. I, I had picked Rory. I want to see where he's at. He may not even be playing yet. Uh, I don't think he's teed off yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on hole two. All right, so I'm I'm picking Rory as a dark horse. Where are uh, they playing? It's in Kiowa, in South Carolina, okay, Hilton Head, South Carolina, I think. Right. Um, is but, uh, is my boy Spieth playing? Yeah, I don't know where he's at. I'd well, I'm gonna take Spieth. Okay. No matter where he's at right now, he's coming back and winning it on Sunday. All right. Well, you got uh, Phil Mickelson, the old lefty leading. He shot 300 days at five under. That ain't gonna hold up. It's hot in South Carolina. Right yeah, now. but that course is old. that course is tough, man. Have you seen it? You you don't watch golf on no, TV. I don't watch golf. Well, let me find Spieth for you while we're thumbing through. Quick break on the 2021 PGA Championship in Kiowa Island. I got Rory. Uh, he's at plus three. He needs to get going. He may not make the cut. It's Jordan Spieth plus four will not make the cut. Do you want to pick another one? Yeah, give me somebody that's <laughs> going to make the cut. I don't think he's going to make it. He's going to have to have some help. Who's the top five right now? Uh. Mickelson, Victor Hovland, Brendan Grace. I can't. I I'll, I would mess that guy's name up. And Martin Laird, Keegan Bradley, Brooks Kepka is up there. He's still got that whole afternoon. To is play. Tiger available? No, he's not available. Shit. He's, he's man, broken leg. Guy, you really is don't. Arnold pay Palmer available. <laughs> yeah, he is. You can have him. 
All right, I'm going. I'm going on air with Rory in a in a long shot, but he's got to make the cut. You know what? Give me Phil. I'll take Phil. All right, since he's there you leading go. The day. You got Phil. And he's leading. <laughs> All right. So we've been talking a lot about spraying. Yeah. It, it's funny because one of the courses you spray for was <laughs> going bring to that up. was going to borrow a spray rig, and I told them they could not because yeah. you were the one that was going to be driving it. I don't know what I'm doing. I know you don't. I've I've seen your spray rigs before. <laughs> um, so. I had like I've been listening to a lot of John Boy Media um, podcasts. They do a lot of yeah. they they talk baseball. One of the things they do is they like draft things. Like one day they drafted yellow things, which I found really interesting. It's just stupid. Like they just do like a draft. Of yeah, it's things. like four of them, and they'll gotcha. they'll draw numbers and then they'll draft things that are yellow. Yeah, you know, one of the things was a banana. You know, um, right. I get that. Anyways, but it had me thinking. For our podcast, and it's it's not the same thing because we're not drafting these, but when I spray, when I'm out like spraying revolver uh-huh. or I'm spraying a fungicide or whatever, it feels like work to me. So what I wanted to know from you, but when I'm spraying, let me continue that thought. Sorry, people. When I'm spraying nutrients or, you know, something that I know is going to make something pop, Man, I'm I'm having fun. Like yeah. I've, I'm I got my music in my ears, and I'm just I'm jamming, and I'm I'm having a good day. So my question for you that I'm posing is, what do you enjoy spraying? What are your days where you're like, yeah, this is a good day? Well, obviously, I I love spraying the greens. I mean, you know, um, typically that goes along the lines of you're you're giving it some nutrition, uh, some plant health. You know, whether it be fungicide, insecticide, growth regulator, whatever. Uh, even if you got some visible disease, I mean, you're basically attacking it with, you know, a fungicide app. So, I mean, that feels like you're doing good for the, the most important. Same thing for you if you're spraying the field yeah. or whatever. Um, but I, I, I take the most pride in having as clean, uh, you know, from a weed standpoint, yeah. as much as you can. It's hard to do when you've got lots of acreage to be 100%, but – you know, the playable areas, what I call it down the middle, tees, fairways, greens, need to look somewhat clean. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly looking at what I need to do to be doing that. But I guess what I'm asking, is there a product you just love mixing in that tank because you know you're going to have a good day when you spray it or you know you're going to have good results? And you, I mean, you can, I don't care if you talk brand or whatever. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of good products out there, yeah. um, you know, I don't necessarily have one that stands out. I, there's, there's a couple. I've done. I wrote an article on this a long time ago, but there were about that, and and things have changed. But but whenever I would do painting, I would I would see a lot of uh, benefit from from using the paint, especially in the in in the late time. fall and yeah. winter. You know, for spring transition, yeah. I think that's where you see a lot of benefit. Uh, I love the product Legacy. Uh, if you're familiar with that, it's a, basically a combo product between uh, Primo and Cutlass. Um, I did a lot of testing with that between using Primo, Cutlass, Primo and Cutlass together, then, you know, and doing all these combinations and just found that that product itself uh, didn't have the bronzing effect. It was a growth regulator that, you know, I used that I liked and got a lot of cool results out of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think there's some cool wedding agents that you can use that, uh, 
that been that give you a lot of great benefit. I I definitely love the benefit, you know, especially in what we talked about where areas would get dry, tea boxes and things like that. Using these products that enhance your ability to do things and not create more work for you, yep. if that makes sense. So those are the types of things that I look for to use. Um, I hate doing granular applications, but they're necess necessary. Yeah. I don't like melting a lot of... You talk about a frustrating day when your pumps start to jam up, when you, you can't get something to mix right. Man, I, I, I want to just shoot myself. I had a day... Um, I'll jump right back to that. I love a day where, like I was saying, I'm, I'm mixing in some, some, like Rapture or Extreme Green, which this is all an ad for Simplot. Sorry, but um, what's all you use? It is, but <laughs> I mean, but what I'm talking is just those. Products. If I go to sell for somebody, I'll never get a chance here. No, you won't. I'll close the door. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, but just those types of products, you know. Um, Light amounts of nitrogen, spoon feeding some nitrogen yeah. in, you know, that, mixing those, those things into the tank just make my day better. Right. Um, but I had a day a couple weeks ago. I guess it's been, it's been a while back now because I've been doing a much better job of this. But um, one of the filters on the, on the machine had gotten clogged. Right. I thought my rep with lads who is leaving, and I'm pissed off at him about it, but that's okay. Um, I thought he had said, you'll never have to touch that filter. Yeah. As long as you keep this filter clean, that filter will be fine. He actually meant the reverse of what he said, because I'm pretty sure that's what he said. <laughs> but he meant, as long as you keep that filter clean, this filter will never clog. I learned. Right. And I was out spraying one day, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't keep pressure up. I was like, what in the hell is going on? You know, like I'm thinking something's breaking on it. So I call him, and I'm like, man, this is, this is what's going on. Like, I can't. He's like, have you taken that filter off recently? I was like, yeah, I take it off every time I clean it because you told me to. And he's like, no, this one. He was telling me over the phone. Right. We were FaceTime at that point. I was like, no. Man, I took that son of a gun out. It caked was up. Caked up. Yep. The, the, the nozzle, you know, the switch right there, the on and off, whatever you want to call that, um, the cutoff clogged up through there. So I'm spraying it. Shit's flying back on me. Ambience covering me. You know, just everything under the sun's kicking out of this thing. But yep. after I got it cleaned, it was fine. Yeah. Um, so I learned my lesson there of now it's every time I clean it, I'm just cleaning all the filters. Hell with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, might as well. Takes an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes those things get lost in, in translation. The hustle or, and or bustle. Yeah, and, just running yeah. around. Well, I, I'll give you one even better. I'm, I'm over there spraying, we're spraying teas, and I'm doing, and I've got a combination of growth regulator, some nitrogen, and some herbicide. And I, it's so busy, and I'm trying to hurry to go through, and I pull out to go spray this tea before this next group can come on the tea box, and I'm going, I'm going basically with the wind. No, down, the wind's coming in my face, so I'm going this way, and I'm just driving along. I'm, I don't even think about nothing, and then I turn and I make and I hit the I hit the spray booms to come on and get covered with all the spray chemical i had had the boom still up in the up position i've done it and 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 the, there was somebody waving at me and i thought they were waving me down but it was one of the guys coming he was he just couldn't get there fast enough he was telling me man your booms aren't down your so and i was like i just like you got and they had blue dye in it and i was trying to go behind the field goal one day 
Yeah. So you have to, when you go behind it, you've got to raise up the direction I go. And I go the same direction every single time. Yeah. But you've got to raise up your left boom to get past it. And then you drop it back down and uh-huh. keep on. So when I did that, you know, I made my stop pass and then I, I brought it up with my, my middle one and my right one. And then I was getting ready to go again or I was getting ready to go past the boom and I had turned off my right boom right. and kept my left boom on and I've got ambient and whatever else was in the tank just spraying in my face. Like, Son of a gun. Yeah. But you learn. I, I will never make that mistake again. I guarantee it. Because nah. I check every time now before yeah. I pull off. Well, I talked about putting, I saw um, somebody had like a rear, uh, like a side m- mirror yep. that just, because it's hard, you know, it's not real hard to like look back, but sometimes you just get to, you know, there's so many things to think about and dodge and miss just to have a little mirror on either side to just make sure the booms are down yep. because it doesn't take any time to turn them back off if they're up. or. What you I think them. the mirror would be good for, I've never forgotten like to put my booms down. I don't know how one forgets to put booms down, but I have turned off the wrong boom. Anyways, I think the mirrors would be good for seeing if you got clogs, you know, like if yeah. you got a nozzle that's not spraying right or whatever. Yeah. Cause like you said, it's not hard to turn around, but when you're going, you don't always think to turn around to make sure that they're all spraying correctly or to be able to see that middle one, especially. Yeah. Well, that, that, and that's the tricky part is you just can't see, you can basically see, you know, the outside nozzles yeah. on both booms. You really so do you see. normally drive a two-person spray rig, or do you drive a single-person spray rig? Uh, it's a two-person, but nobody's on it with well, me. Well, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, I've sat on a. I've never actually driven one of those myself yeah. spraying. But your 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 visibility on that is so limited. What's well, the bigger rig? It's yeah. it's much bigger, but. Um, my visibility is I can see I can see everything except for my middle. Yeah, yeah. I just have to turn and look. Yeah. But it would be nice to have something there. Where I, you can I see. can't see I, if because I'm on the left side of the vehicle. I can see the left boom yeah. better than I can the right. Yeah. It, I have to look over the top, and I can only see like that. I really too. like the single person spray. Yeah. I, I get I get that they're all kind of different, and everybody has. But if I were picking, yeah. if I were told, hey, go buy you a new spray rig. I'm going to buy the single person every time. I, yeah. I do believe because it's just so much easier to see. Well, and I mean, how many times are you going to have somebody on there? Never if I can help it. Right. That's my alone time. Yeah. And, that's my John time. And I, and I don't, I don't know the real purpose for having, unless you're, let's say you've got somebody holding this, like the boom or like the gun yeah. that comes with it and you, you can drive and that's they can what do. They can, they can ride in a golf cart or yeah, something if I they mean, need to. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what the purpose specifically is but you know usually those single rider sprayers are smaller smaller in tank size and you know more functional to get around yeah when when that golf course called me i was thinking to myself he's only gonna have 175 gallons at a time at a golf course he's gonna be well we don't yeah we uh, that would have been that's no issue because we we spray um takes about 90 gallons to do all the greens and then if i do all the tees it's less than that and it's just when I get into the fairways, 175 gallons would be, depending on the rate, I'm doing the math, live math's always crazy. Four miles an hour, 1.1 gallons per minute. Yeah, so that's that's almost a, that's a that's an acre per I'm going to come spray, I'm have to come spray for you. So that's like four acres. you can't even do this math. Four acres. you got about four acres in the tank at yeah. that rate. Yeah, that's, yeah. that, I could do, if I fill it up, 
I seldom, I seldom make enough to do two fields unless yeah. it's two of our like if it's field A, the soccer field, and softball. Yeah, I'll do those together. I from time to time will do stadium and practice together. Right. Um, and then baseball is always by itself unless it's with softball, and then practices with you know you kind of sure. know how you can do it and have enough. But I seldom make enough for multiple fields at a time. Yeah. Unless I just have to. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm typically spraying something different on each of them. You know, like, I'm not going to spray on baseball what I'm going to spray on stadium in August. Mm-hmm. There's just no point. It doesn't need a game day spray. It needs other nutrients, right. you know. So. Yeah, I'm sure. I You know, when I was down at Bama, they were doing they do things for the games that's different than, yeah. say, you know, if they got a game coming up that evening, they might pump it with a little something just to, you know, make it shine. You had to bring up that Bama trip again. I did, man. I'm never. I learned a lot from down there. Don't you worry, man, because I'm heading up to a Reds game, um, the 31st, and the guy at the Cincinnati FC, which is a um, the soccer. Yeah, he graduated from UT. Yeah, he's invited me. He sent me a message on Twitter inviting me over. Sweet to to tour their facility. So I'm gonna try to get some audio just on my phone while I'm there, and maybe we can plug it into the podcast. Yeah. Get some video, do some things for the podcast while I'm up there. Yep. Yeah, buddy. You need it. I need to get these jerks from the Reds off their ass to invite me down and check out the field. That's what I need to do. Talking to you, Christo. Did I see they got shellacked the other day? They suck. I don't keep up with baseball. It's my team, though, so I don't care. I don't keep up with baseball. I don't got time for that. I ain't got time for golfing. My Preds play tonight. Your pre- you ain't talked about the damn Preds all year, and now you're going to call I, them your Preds. I, Stop. Man, right. yeah, they are Why my Preds. Why don't you roof Alabama's hockey team? Oh, that's right. They, they don't are. have one. What are they? <laughs> Alabama hockey. That's some kind of oxymoron in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, the Preds, this playoff time. You ain't ever talked about the Preds. Because we don't talk hockey. Why do we talk hockey? Why would we talk hockey? I don't hockey? know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Heck, I don't know. But at least yeah. I like at least I like a sport that's rooted here. Yeah, America, baby. Yep. Yep. I got one more thing to uh, one more topic that I wanted to kind of get bounce off you off of off of you. Easy for me to say because it's come up and it's come you up. Made at, fun of me right. for having these problems, and now you're having these right. problems. So we had this conversation come up, um, and I've and I and it's been something that that I've talked about. So it's not really going to come as a surprise, but you know I do a lot of volunteer work, like helping out ma- major golf events. I went down and volunteered at Bama, you know, whatever the case might be. And um, I, I want to know what your thoughts are because here's my thing: I don't know what other people get out of it and why they don't choose to volunteer in situations where, say, so let's say you had a big event and you needed extra help. And you put out, you know, hey, anybody that wants to come over and help, I need, you know, some people. Um, and nobody showed up or one or two people showed up. And it, and maybe the only two people that showed up are like people that you're, you and Brownlee. are salespeople. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and those are people that would do it anyway. But Brownlee sells you stuff. We're friends. You know, it's not like some peer that just shows up out of nowhere. And my thing is, it's like, why wouldn't you like I? Why wouldn't you want to be involved with something to help with somebody else and use it as a networking opportunity? Use it as a learning experience. It, it, it it's to me, 
like one of the most beneficial things that I've started doing over the last four or five years is getting involved. I've met people on the PGA Tour, met people, uh, you know, behind the scenes in the USGA, uh, got to, I mean, got an incredible experience down in Tuscaloosa. I mean, it just, I don't get it why people well, have such an issue with going and helping someone I've, else. I've done a lot of it myself. Yeah. Um, majority of it coming on the, like the, the local high school end of it, yeah. you know, because I think that's where I'm, one, I'm most known, but two, where I can be of great, greater help. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've helped out at some rec parks. You know, I, I hated that I wasn't able to help the Mount Juliet rec park rebuild after their flood. Sure. I just couldn't be there because guess where I was? Right. I was here. But you had your own issues. I had my own problems. Yeah. Um, but what I would say, if I were to give you a reason why more people don't volunteer their time, right, is I think we all stay so busy with our own work and home life that when we do have five minutes, the last thing we want to do is go work. You know, I mean, I... I feel like if... But if, it's not really work. It's not. It's just time. What's your time worth? I, I think some people, at the end of the day, don't want to give more time. You yeah. know, like, and maybe it's because they're so busy with personal stuff that they don't have time. Right. You know, like, I, I couldn't give you five minutes right now if, I, if, if, if you asked, because I don't have it right now. Right. You know, life is so busy right now between work and home that I don't always have it. Mm -hmm. Um. But I mean, I feel like I feel like that would be the reason, you know. I mean, you're a guy who stays busy, but when you go home, you're home more, you know. Not, not trying to throw you. In, you don't have a wife at home, you don't have young kids at home, and I think a lot of guys in this industry do. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that, those are all valid reasons. And I would say, I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the person who I do go volunteer. I volunteer yeah. too much sometimes. I right. need to volunteer more time to my family. Yeah. But I would say those are probably reasons why is just worn out from the week and wants to go spend time with their family. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I mean, I I tend to agree that that's the that's the reason why you would get it. Yeah. But what my guess my point is is that could you could someone verbalize in a way to you that like hey this is a opportunity for you to do something to help not only help someone in your in in your industry but to also get something out of it yeah see it as I mean an opportunity. I would go do it yeah. I would go do it and if I if I needed to be with my family yeah I would see if my family would come. Yeah. You know, Corbin, Corbin loves going and doing stuff like that. Right. So that's an opportunity to take your whole family and pitch in. Or, you know, if your wife doesn't want to do the groundwork, she could help serve food to the guys. Yeah. You know, that are, you're, that sounds really sexist, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's, I mean, there's something for everybody to yeah. do. So if it's a family issue, take your family with you. Yeah. You know, spend time with them by giving back. I'm I'm a big believer in volunteering, you know, and it was funny because Ricky came to me about loaning you guys the the spray rig, and I and I I mean I even told him I said if they need me to go do something, let me know. Yeah. Um. Or have them let me know, and he's he, you know he I think he was kind of taken aback, like you wouldn't mind going and helping. No, just tell me what they tell me what they need. I got them. Yeah. You know I don't mind helping anybody ever. I'm I'm just that type yeah. of person though. Everybody's built different. I don't know if everybody wants to do stuff like that. 
I think it's a great way, like you said, to meet people, get your name out there, build some karma. Yeah. Like, do we not all need a little good karma built sometimes? I piss off, I piss off the karma gods enough that I need to take some when I yeah. can get it. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't ever go into it thinking I'm going to get anything out of it outside of the feeling of just, doing something just to helping help out, yeah, you know, no and you know, I don't, I don't necessarily need someone to pat me on the back or tell no. me, but I think, I think I've just realized that, um, when you have something that highlights our industry, whether it be a major event, sporting event, you know, big time golf tournament, whatever the case might be, and they ask for volunteers, it's, it creates a, a, a situation where you can go help them out and the vast amount of opportunities that, that kind of come with that to me, have been beneficial. And just the camaraderie right. of other guys in yeah. our industry. I mean, typically, they put they, if it's out of town, they pay for everything, except for maybe your travel there. Well, when I was going to go help out with the ACC tournament several years ago in Louisville, I was basically going to end up sleeping in my truck because mm -hmm. they hadn't been able to plan anything because it was when it all moved from North Carolina to yeah, Louisville. I want to do that. I, well, I had a camper on my truck. I was oh, just going to yeah. sleep in the bed of my truck. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a big deal. I ended up not being able to go. You know, and then I haven't had the opportunity to help out. Just it always falls at yep. this time of year. Yep. Guess what this time of year is for me? Our busiest time. Yep. So it's hard to get there. But I love helping out at things like that. I've I've volunteered at um, high school baseball state championship games and mm -hmm. helped out at those. And I enjoy that stuff. But it's it kind of goes hand in hand, too, with uh, some of our frustration with uh, participation and association events. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll have a Tennessee turf grass or Middle Tennessee superintendents, and I mean, just speaking, keeping it real, Nobody the majority of people that show up are all vendors, yep. and they're there to support a, a an association because they provide, a you product. know, a product yep. to the people that, and they, and it's they're not running into anybody; they're running into each other, yep. and 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 you know. I don't know how many people need to hear a conversation about wedding agents when they're selling equipment, but they're there in the hopes that they'll run into someone who either they're servicing or they might see not have seen. And so it's one day to try to get as many in front of as many and people as possible. And then up. nobody shows up. And that's the same thing. It goes to my, it goes to my same point about, uh, where is the mindset around volunteering or helping out? It's like, are you that busy that you can't go, you know, support, you know, you pay dues. Yep. Like you, you should get something out of it, you know? And so I don't know. I don't, I don't mean to be on the soapbox about it, but it does frustrate me that, and I've had many a conversation with people. I don't know how to change it because even if you incentivize it, um, it doesn't seem to work. You know, you just can't, I mean, I, if you started giving out hundred dollar bills, I don't know if people would show up. Oh, I'd show up in several different costumes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's because you need the money. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> I mean, look at this place. It's a dump. Well, I would use that money at home. I know. John doesn't gonna... have that money. <laughs> but anyways, you know, you, um, I, I, like, I like to try to help in figuring that out and trying to. And you, your association might be the same way. It is. You might not get anybody showing up, and, and, and the excuses will be, well, I'm too busy. I got this going on. I got that going. I'm like, it's half a day. In all honesty, some of the events they do schedule at the times they schedule them, like a couple of years ago, the field day was at UT Knoxville. Yeah. It was right 
in the middle of football season, like for us. So we can't take the half day to make that trip up there. That's understandable. You know, in all honesty, there needs to be more of a regional thing, even in the same association. Yeah. The Middle Tennessee, or, you know, the Tennessee Turfgrass Association, Middle Tennessee Field Day, the East Tennessee Field Day, the West Tennessee Field Day. And now you're not expecting all your board members to go to all three. Right. But it, creates, it allows more those people in those areas to go. Yeah. You know, and then when you're in the winter, you have the big meeting where everybody's together and you yeah. all get to see each other. I think that's something they need to look at because Tennessee's a big state. You know, like it's, yeah. it takes three hour, hours to travel to either corner of it cool. from right here. For sure. So being able to get all those people together in one area yep. is tough. You know, anytime they're in middle Tennessee and I can be there, I'm there. Yeah. But sometimes going east or west is tough. Yeah. You know, so there are some challenges for it and there's probably some things they could fix. Yep. But it just takes people thinking outside the box and changing how we've done it in the past, changing yeah. it so that we don't die. Because if probably if we continue on the road we're on right now, it's going to end up going away because there's no, like you just said, there's no participation. Right. So why, why well, continue and, it? And this, this pandemic year has created some unique challenges that will, will change the way things are operating and done. Sure. I mean, it's going to happen. So yep. we weren't under attack there. We were just in the shop. Yeah, the mower's coming in. I doubt yeah. they could hear that. No, it, 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 it'll come over, but it won't, oh, okay. it'll be fine. It was Milton driving the yeah. mower back in. Well, you want to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. You got anything positive, exciting coming up or want to say? No. I think I get a weekend off. Yeah. I think. Yep. No work, no travel ball. I've got to work concessions tomorrow. Yeah. But I think I'm going to get to hang out at the house this weekend and not do much. All right. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I need All a day right. off. I'm looking forward to a break. Yeah, I don't have many days off these days either. So I, I, I might go watch a little golf and chill this weekend. All right. But it's going to be 90, so I'm going to be monitoring water. I'm going to monitor a cold beverage. Cold beverage? I'm not bear. quite sure what that cold beverage will be. I hear you. So. One with ice or one? <laughs> There'll be no ice in it. <laughs> It'll be chilled in the freezer. I got you. Yep. I got you. All right, my man. Well, good to uh, get back. Uh, we uh, let's not go two weeks or so without doing this again. No, I think the we uh, got to do better. Yeah, but uh, hey, give us give out the Twitter thing. Hey, uh, keep it real pod at keep it real pod yep. on Twitter. Um, we got to get a little bit more. High, uh, uh, we haven't done shit. We haven't it. done anything on social. So but bad. any uh, the uh, podcast is available. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, be sure to rate, share, subscribe, hit that uh, like button, share it with someone. We uh, talked a lot of shop. We hadn't been together in a couple of weeks, so just kind of catching up, but I uh, hope you enjoyed it. That's all I got, man. Hey, guys. Have a great week. That's right. And hopefully we'll see you down the road. All right. That's it. Keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs>